0: You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun. We're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Hey everyone, and welcome to another thought-provoking episode of Ask a Drone You. My
1: name is Paul, also known as Taken Light. <laughs> My name is Rob, also known as Rob, and very happy to be here with you. And looking forward to this question, to answering this question because uh, I did a nice job of answering it. I like how self-aware he is, and he's just trying to get some assistance. And he's come into it very broad, and we're going to help him kind of narrow mm. things and uh, and refine his thinking a little bit. At least I hope so. That's the plan.
0: Totally. And this business question is sponsored by Drone Use Business Course. That's one way that DroneU goes beyond flight school is teaching you, well, what you need to know beyond flying, because flying is just one of 17 hats that you're going to have to wear. If you're ready to prepare yourself for long-term success, then you won't want to miss out on being a DroneU member, where members have access, exclusive access to all of our classes. What you do with them, well, that is up to you. I look forward to seeing you in the Drone U community. Become a member today. Why? Well, because for less than the price of dinner once a month, probably actually half the price of a dinner once a month, dinners are expensive. Depends on where you eat. <laughs> it depends on where you eat. Uh, <laughs> 50 bucks, it's $47 a month to gain access to the business course, Part 107, the Don't Crash Course, Flying Over Water, Subject Tracking, Advanced Aerial Cinematography, Aerial Photography. Photogrammetry, radiometric thermographic photogrammetry, a.k.a. solar inspections.
1: <laughs> and just lots of information on how to practice and how to get be a better pilot. Kind of important.
0: Yeah, that is definitely important. All right, well, that is going to do it for us. If you want to become a member, just go to thedroneu.com and click Become a Member and check out some more information behind the scenes. Tell us what you think. Thank you for everyone who is already a member and thank you for everyone who goes into the deeper content and takes it seriously. Those are my favorite type of people
2: because I know they're going to be successful. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Hey, guys. uh, My name is Forrest McElwain. I'm a new member. I just joined last week. And uh, I actually just took my part 107 test today and scored a 90%. So thank you very much for all your phenomenal help. My question is, uh, I'm looking to start a drone service provider business. I'm not sure what my, how and what is, but um, my real question is this, should I really just get busy, get to work and like kind of wing it and start doing jobs? Or should I really, you know, take time to plan out the business side of it, the business plan, business model canvas. And so that's kind of the short and skinny of it, but we'll deep dive a little more here So will this initial hands-on experience and market research experience be more valuable, or will it kind of hurt my reputation and my brand for potential long-term clients, right? So should I just go for it and be transparent and let them know that, like, hey, I'm new and I don't know quite what I'm doing yet, but I'm trying and I'm learning, you know, and then give them discounted rates, or should I stick to more freelance based work and just, you know, maybe not work under a business name and LLC before I launch the company or the business? You know, you say if you don't have a plan, you plan to fail. But, you know, is this, is the situation different? You know, cause my problem is that I get caught up in planning so much because I tend to be more perfectionist and I want to like make sure everything's in order before I commit. Um, and I, and I tend to not take action, which can be harmful. I know that. So, um, could you really use the advice on this and just want to say thank you again for all you guys do big fan bye
1: thanks forrest Um, just based on that question i'm actually a big fan of yours Um, very thoughtful and number one thank you for or not thank you congrats i'm so used to just saying thank you congratulations on passing that's really really awesome excited for you excited to see uh, what you're gonna accomplish <laughs> that's right and, uh, man, uh, there's so much to unpack here because, again, you've asked some great questions and, and the breadth with which you've asked them is good as well as the detail. But the answer to the question is yes. It's <laughs> been a good
0: show, I love call. that. Okay. Thanks, Rob. Uh, <laughs> great perspective. Uh, for more yes. information, uh, check out the business course uh, at thedroneu.com. Just kidding. couple of things really quick. So... Oh, I mentioned some stuff pre-show and Rob was like, yeah, but he's self-aware. He's self-aware. He labeled himself as a perfectionist. So he understands some of the issues that he could face as a perfectionist. And I just want to say a couple things on that really fast. First off, um, you need to learn. I, I hate I shouldn't say things like that. That's such a terrible way to say it might be in your best interest to learn what the MVP is in a company and how vastly different that is than what you think of of an MVP in sports, right? You think MVP and the first thing that probably comes to your mind is like the Vince Lombardi trophy, right? For the MVP NFL player of the year, whatever. That is the antithesis of what we're talking about. When we say MVP, we mean the minimum viable product. Reed Hoffman, the founder of PayPal and the founder... Maybe it wasn't PayPal. I think it was LinkedIn. I thought he was a part of PayPal. I think he was. Okay. One of the founders, LinkedIn I think. LinkedIn and PayPal. Very, 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 very successful man. And he said, if your first rendition of your product doesn't embarrass you, you're
1: doing it wrong. <laughs> I love that. I love it too. How long can you be emb- embarrassed before?
0: <laughs> well, it, I'm kidding, I I'm really kidding. struggled with that quote for quite some time because I was like, no, that's that's BS. What about this? What about that? What about this? And literally yesterday, I was talking to my wife because she's starting a new business right now, as many people are. And uh, she's like, I'm just so afraid to fail. And I said, stop it. Mm. And I said, one thing I wish is I wish the company before DroneU would have failed faster. Yeah. And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I wish that would have burned to the ground in the first six months. Why? Because you don't learn anything from success. You learn everything from failure. And then you're like, Ooh, this is what I'm going to do different next time.
1: Well, and I'll say if I'm really excited to hear that because the fact that she's verbalizing it is massive. Huge. That is, that is really, really big because a lot of people are in that place, but there's no way they're going to verbalize that.
0: Well, and also I would say the biggest difference between most people, Rob, is the fact that everyone has a dream. You know, I, I think that this is true out of the 10 people that you know of that have entrepreneurial ideas, only one of them will be successful. Why? Endless tenacity and that's it, and self-awareness too. But Yeah. Let me go back to <laughs> let me go back to this point really fast okay. of understanding the MVP and minimum viable product. I have a lot of questions for you, Rob, because I think that there's a great structure that we can kind of go to this show. And the first thing is first, right? You said the answer to his question is yes. Mm-hmm. I would argue, I would say it depends mm-hmm. because any I agree. Any dumbass can outsmart a genius with a good plan, okay? Mm-hmm. And but yeah. we're all human, okay? And I am the perfect example that even if you had a perfect plan, a perfect plan is actually not perfect at all because you have to re- leave room for flexibility. You have to leave room for discovering what you really enjoy doing. You have to leave room for understanding these different operations, these different deliverables, and how some of them could actually work in tandem or work together or work mutually exclusively to produce new solutions for existing problems. Mm-hmm. And so, Rob, while I say that the answer to his question is probably it depends, it the the answer is also... Yes, you should have a good plan, but you should also be flexible and be willing and fearless to go after certain jobs. The only jobs that you should not just go, quote unquote, try are mapping jobs. They're technical. They're nuanced. There's a thousand things that can go wrong, 900 of which you won't be aware of. I would just say for most people, mapping is one of those things that you can actually burn down the future of your company if you do not tread carefully uh, when it comes to mapping because it is very technical. You are working with a very technical crowd. You can't fool them. There's no marketing bullshit. Like It works or it doesn't, period. So Mm -hmm. that being said, Rob, got some questions for you. Would you agree that he should have a plan but he should become comfortable with putting out an MVP but he should also be flexible in exploring different drone jobs and services that he could do? Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, no,
1: no, So let me clarify really, really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's like, I want to keep going. Um. No, in all seriousness. So when I said yes, I wasn't saying yes to the plan. I was saying yes to the holistic perspective that he was throwing at us, right? Because you asked a lot of different questions from both sides of the equation. And so I was saying, yes, there are elements of all of them that are, are very important. And I think you're absolutely right that it depends on, on various, all kinds of things. So. I mean- Go ahead. So let's talk about the plan really quick because having
0: some sort of basic plan is definitely important. Do you think that when someone is starting a new business that they should have a particular length of plan and a particular dollar amount so that they can comfortably explore different things?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think you have to do an analysis of where you're at personally. So, for example, do you have a family? What is your financial position? Are you young and on your own? Do you have roommates and therefore you don't have to have a lot of money to live every every month? What is your relevant experience concerning what it is that you want to go do? Is it nil? Meaning you've been doing... I don't know, developing websites, and now you're going to go fly drones, or whatever the comparison is. Is there a connection to what you've been doing? Like I think
0: progmenting exists. What he's already doing is what for
1: example, we have a lot of photographers that come through Drone U, and they see it as well. Great, now I'm just going to put the camera in the sky, and there's an obvious synergy there, right? That everybody understands. So that kind of connection to what you've been doing. But I think one of the biggest things is where are you at in life? Now, don't let where you're at in life stop you if it's a little bit more of a hill to climb than, say, somebody who is single and has roommates and doesn't need a lot of money to exist. Don't let that stop you. An example is when we started the mortgage company all those years ago, I left a great job as a CPA in a firm, and we started the mortgage company and literally... About 30 days after we realized, so I was married, after we realized, or we had started the business, I had given my notice, I I had left the firm, we found out we were having our first kiddo. And I was like, oh, crap. (laughs) And that is exactly how it happened. And then I just thought, you know what? We're not turning back. We're going to make this happen. So when I think about your question about do you wing it, there's an element of that. But like Paul says, you have to be smart about it. And so when we started the mortgage company, there's a certain perspective that was winging it, but it is absolutely being honest about who you are, what you're capable of. And when I say honest, it's number one with yourself. It's number two with your potential clients, because we did that all the time. We just said we would get someone that was referred to us to do some work for them. And we'd say, man, we totally want to do it. If you'll be patient with us and understand that we've not done that before, but we will learn. I don't know we go figure it out. We came across great people that helped us.
0: So you're lucky because I would not tell people to do that. I would tell people that you know what you're doing. There may be some points of learning as technology always evolves. I, I would take it a different way because I've seen uh, negative reactions to that before.
1: And, and I suppose that our personalities come into play in all of this, right? I mean, we approached it differently, probably because our personalities are so different. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that one is necessarily better or worse than the other.
0: Which is a very important point. There could be a thousand correct ways to go about this.
1: Yeah. And you want to be, this is sounding hokey, but you want to be true to yourself. Because if I tried to approach things the way Paul does... If nothing else, I probably would just not enjoy myself. I wouldn't get joy out of what I'm doing. And that is not a dig. I don't think it is. That's just that we're so different. And that's fine. That's great. Not only is it fine, it should be celebrated. uh, Yeah. I'm getting really hokey now. Stop. (laughs) uh,
0: Stop. uh, Oh, that's not good. Uh, We're about over then. Well, we're going to have to make this quick then because we just realized that uh, we might be limited on time here. That being said, um, I just really wanted to get to there is no perfect way to do it. And perfectionism is only going to hurt you. You really need to learn the 80-20 rule. Get it 80% there and and just make the next one better and the next one better and the next one better. I would say really quick, succinct answer is have a very good plan. I would say years worth of income so you can confidently go out and fully explore these things. And don't be lazy because every minute you're not working, your competition is working to overcome what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And that's something that is so important. We could really have a three hour long show about this because I went the no plan route. I want to do what I love. And then, you know, you kind of wrap me into no, no, no. We got to really plan this. And now I'm uh, on the antithesis where I'm like, hyper planning. <laughs> <So>.
1: <laughs> well, you've had a lot of people kind of whispering or yelling that in your ear, yeah. <laughs> including Hoel, for example. Yes. But uh, no, I, I think that you definitely need to start with a plan. And that, that does not mean that you need to go do a 20 page business plan. Understanding the concepts from a business plan would be very helpful. But you can do all that in the canvas. I was a one pager. Do the canvas for sure.
0: I would do right. a new canvas every week and see how you deviate between
1: them. That's an interesting idea. I like that. Because. And then, yeah, I mean, start working. Start and just be realistic about what you're capable of. Be Again, so now we're getting back to the differences here. Um, I would be honest with the clients and, and in terms of what they're wanting and what you can do. But push yourself. And, uh, as far as the question about, do you launch your business name right away or do you kind of freelance individually? I don't know that that's super important in my opinion. I mean, I think I'd want to start building my reputation as the business sooner rather than later. And if you're conscientious, if you treat people right, if you say when you, you screwed up, but you do a good job generally, your business is going to be better for it. So that's my thought on that. I don't know what your thoughts are. I would
0: say five rules and poor Kirill is just going to have to, uh, to use some sort of background as we talk now because our card has run out on the camera. But uh, that said, I'd say five rules to never break as an entrepreneur. Never, ever, ever overpromise and under-deliver. Never, ever, ever say you can do something when you can't. Never, ever, ever do something based off of a thought and a belief. Only do what you know works, essentially, which is like empirical evidence. In addition, I think it's so important to not let people push you over. I have watched so many corporate people just try to berate new entrepreneurs out of insecurity because they're climbing the corporate ladder. They feel good about their life, blah, blah, blah. And here's this person literally doing the thing that they're afraid to do. I have watched people berate entrepreneurs And there may have been a time or two where I intellectually demolished the person (laughs) because I hate bullies. So uh, anyway, Rob knows I have a a gift and a problem with that. Uh, (laughs) So anyway, long story short is um, so that those were three rules. I would say the fourth rule is to have confidence in what you're doing and figure out how to have the emotional intelligence to master confidence and calm And the last thing that I would say is, as long as you always focus on relationships, people, humans, you will be successful. Mm -hmm. Let me give you a quick example. We'll end with this story. I love making people's day at the grocery store and at the coffee shop. I absolutely love it. It brings me joy every day because I'm making other people happy And now they treat me at the grocery store and at my particular Starbucks like a god. I mean, I can't even believe some of the things that go on. I'm like, no, 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 you don't have to do that. Like, I'm literally embarrassed sometimes by the (laughs) things that they do uh, because they're just trying to be so nice and pay it forward. And I would say master creating habits of never being impetuous or intellectually lazy. Here's what I mean. When you're frustrated in the grocery store and things are not going your way, instead of just succumbing to that emotion, instead of just saying, oh, my day sucks, how's yours? Focus on the other person. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're having a phenomenal day. Literally at the grocery store, do you know what I say when I get in line now? And I don't even use self-check anymore because it doesn't make sense in the wake of COVID, frankly. But whenever I go into the line now, I always start with, It must take a lot to work here right now in the wake of COVID. And I just want both of you to know, I genuinely appreciate the fact that you two are here right now. Because if you weren't here right now, uh, it means other people probably wouldn't be here right now. And it means that probably getting groceries would be pretty hard. So I just want to say, I really appreciate you. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. And like... And you'll light up their their,
0: You'll make their day. It's funny because at Starbucks, it's become like a thing of like, oh, who's going to get to work with him, you know? (laughs) And so... I love that. I love what this has created. And what it's also doing is building a habit of just like, even when you don't feel good, even when you feel like dog poo-poo, even when you do not have the energy to make other people feel good, if you master the habits of doing that in small little tidbits, it becomes astronomically easy to do it in longer spurts, if not indefinitely. Absolutely. And frankly, Rob, that has been probably one of the biggest things that I have realized in this life is that as long as you focus on people and you make them feel good, but you also have radical candor, right? This is not coddling of the American mind. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm talking about, you know, being nice to people, but also having a backbone and confidence and saying, I understand why you're saying that, but I don't think that you're aware of X, Y, and Z. Would you allow me to, you know, paint the picture, blah, 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 blah.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, there, we could go on and on about that too. I mean, humility, patience, um, concern for others, massive, make somebody else's day. I love that. It's, I just add a couple things. One is don't stop learning. Don't ever think you've arrived. And number two, get help. Um, for example, in the drone, you community, if I may do the shameless plug, there, just a great group of people that are, are loving, helping each other. I know we've said that before, but it's true. But if it's not there, make sure you're getting help and uh, find a mentor. If you can do that in your area, Ooh, that's massive. Um, I know that can be harder than, than yeah. it seems, but. It's so weird because literally
0: some of the best business people I've ever met have mastered the complexities, but then mastered humanism. And they're like the truly, truly, truly successful people. Mm -hmm. And like, if you can just master your mind to create these habits, you can, it doesn't really take a lot to be successful at business. That's what I'm learning.
1: You know, it's interesting. So end it with this story, maybe. Okay. (laughs) When we started the mortgage company, we did some market research and so forth. And we realized that the only thing we really needed to do to separate ourselves was call people back. We're like, holy cow, I think we can do that. Right? (laughs) So it's just about giving people
0: time and like telling them that like, look, I want to do this right. We're going to do this right. We're going to do this that makes sense for you. Um, but you know I'm also going to do the best yeah I, I don't know it's look if you can master relationships if you can treat people really well all the time and if you are self-aware and you are willing to work harder than everyone else there's the freaking magic formula go do it and here's the thing let's go back to what we said at the beginning of the show right 10 people have great ideas They're great 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 entrepreneurial ideas notice that only one out of 10 entrepreneurs is typically successful. Why? Self-awareness, hard work. What does that mean? It means you suck as being a human. I suck too. And unless I work on those things personally, those problems are going to magnify into my team, my business, my environment, my clients. Until I work on myself, the business is not capable of true fruition. Bada bing. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us, according to Rob. So thank you for joining us. (laughs) I think that's a great way to end it. (laughs) Thanks, Rob. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, Thanks again for joining us. Uh, Please don't forget to check out the business course and so much more. That's going to do it for us today. Thanks again. We believe that videos, images, words, and sounds have the absolute power to inform, inspire, and entertain. We reject indecision, confusion, and vanity